Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flight, wait, this ain't even a flight. This is an out-of-home, in-house session. Let's go. You listen now to the Out-of-Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out-of-Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out-of-Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out-of-Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hello, sir. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? What up, my chief? Hey, now. <laughs> What's good? What's going on with okay? the flame? I don't know. There's always some sort of logistical problem with that guy. He's a vault. I'm just going to ride home. Listen back here. <laughs> He's gonna listen back and then say that we're sending for him. So I'm just gonna keep it, keep it humble. No, no, no. We have to send because if it's me, we'd be going full blast. Like. No, we're sending. Do you know what I've realised listening back here? Mm. We really get after each other, you know. We do, innit? <laughs> after each other or after me? Yeah, that came from that came from a place of hurt, you know, yeah. Do you know what it is, Stephen? It's because you you just open yourself up to more elves. That's why. And you take it in your stride, seemingly. Yeah. Seemingly. yeah. I don't know if you've got like um some deep rooted hate for us somewhere, but maybe somewhere. It definitely does, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we recording, by the way? Of course, man. We don't stop. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! So the people are gonna see how late Kwame is here. Yeah? yeah, trust bro, me. I've been here. Bro. Hey! Oh, don't try it, Kwame. <laughs> yeah. What do we do, baby? <laughs> Who said? <laughs> Answer that. Give it a rest, I was just man. being quiet. I was just being quiet. I was. I was just seeing like um, who the who the real who the real who the real snake in the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quinn with the flame. So you and, heard? You heard Stephen saying that we should go after him. Yeah, I heard. I heard Absolutely. That. Absolutely. Stand by it. So what time do you call this, Kwame? Well, I'm actually 18 seconds late, bro. So and uh, I've just looked at all of us. So let's keep going. 18 seconds. <laughs> When the teacher said your name, you didn't say prison. Prison? After 18 seconds, bro, in, in my own time, please. We have a show to record. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, people? You're listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Quain with the Flame, Yaf Touchdowns, Stephen A, yeah, a pampa, yeah. <laughs> and it's me, myself, yeah, KK. What's going on, man? Yes. We in the Good. building. How you lot doing? Well, we're not in the building, actually. We're not in the building, disclaimer. Yeah. We are definitely all not in the same building. We are in four separate buildings. I think they can yeah, hear by separate, the sound quality. Four separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. sound quality is so A1. They can't. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny? Yeah? I've been watching a lot of... Um, I've been on a lot of video calls, and I've been watching a lot of video-based um, podcasts, yeah? Yeah. The number one phrase that you hear is, sorry, go ahead, because people always cut, off, cut each other off. And then they'll say, go ahead, at the same time. And then they'll start talking again. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we're going to do that. These video today. calls are giving me jokes, bro. <laughs> do you reckon? No, don't talk that into existence. You already have. Go, go ahead. <laughs> if yeah, we do me. it, if we do it, 
Stephen is definitely going to be involved. <laughs> Me and Stephen had one in the last episode with uh, Daryl Cole. <laughs> It reminds me of you know those you know those free kicks that Giggs and Beckham used to take where they go for it at the same time and then um, and then one smashing top bins. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. <laughs> okay, Fumbelino, I see you. Fumbelino, Premier, Premier League years, isn't it? <laughs> How you lot doing though, for real? Um, chilly, I'm chill. Yeah, it's definitely hot today, but yeah, I understand. It's a mild. It's warm. Yeah, it's not mild. It's twenty two, bro. Twenty-two. That's mild, fam. Mm, mild. That's been nice, man. Where are you from, bro? <laughs> hmm? Where's well, hot? Okay. This is mild. Twenty-two is mild, fam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's actually been it's actually been crazy, yeah. It's like we were saying the other day, bro. Like, I'll look outside my window, and I'm bro, literally as we're talking, there's a boat going past here, and there's like four men cooped up in this small boat. No one cares, bro, about this coronavirus. No, it's cool, no, man. I've seen people yeah, swimming yeah. in the canal, fam. What? Swimming. Swimming. What? Yeah. That's what I said I was going to do as a celebration once we're allowed back out, and people are doing it now. Other than that, all good though, man. The weather's been nice. The weather's been cool. It's still like, what time is it now? It's yeah, nearly seven o'clock. It still feels like it's bright. So. I always like it when the clocks go back or forward or whatever they did and there's more sunlight. So, nah, man, it's all blessings. Mm, 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 mm. Well, let's start this off right, as we do yeah. every week. What made you smile this week, boys? I'll Who's going to go first? I'll take it. <laughs> go on. So, start, start of the week. Uh, it was just like mad energy when we were connecting in the WhatsApp group. Like, it just felt like there were so many uh, possibilities and I think we just confirmed Daryl. That was the day we were recording with Daryl. Um, I remember like just the excitement in the group, like everyone's popping off ideas and it just felt like there was so much opportunity this week and it feels like there's still that feeling. But um I don't know about you man, but like uh that WhatsApp session on 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 the start of the week, it just felt like we were all just had a different energy. I can't explain it. And it's great that we were all on the same page and then I've just taken that through all the way to this week. And this week's a short week for Easter and um, I'm still bubbly bubbly bubbly. Bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. Yeah, bubbly. Fucking bubbly. love it, mate. <laughs> 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 Fucking pucker, mate. Gosh. Hey, Charizard, what about yeah, you, man? Man said Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Oh, no. I'm definitely more nine toes, bro. I'm even more underrated. No, uh, um, bro, uh, I finally did it. Well, me and my, me and my girlfriend did it. We made, what do you call it, a jollof rice for the first time. And it was a decent really? first attempt, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously we, um, obviously we had to, or obviously we had to like, what do you call it, video call Mumsy back in Ghana, and um, and she gave us the OG tips, but you know, but for our for, for our for our first attempt, it, and it, it was so funny because like it, it just reminded me of my childhood, like every time I would just go in the kitchen and the, and the, and the smell was just wafting through the house, mm. and I was like, wow, like this is this this is this is a, a group effort, and so I was definitely happy with that, and it's been a long time overdue, so if if, if we ever do have a, uh, have a out-of-home like cooking them special, um, I, I do believe my, my offering will be 100% authentic Ghanaian jollof rice. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm never going to speak on it. I'm never going to speak on it. I'm not going to lie. We, we, I think we've had this conversation before, what? but I feel Here like... Here we go. Here we go. Ghanaian J-Rice is just a little bit better, man. Thank I you, agree. Sir. I agree. Oh, free. 
to one. Steven. Yeah. Sorry, Steven. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Okay, left it out. Okay, my friend. <laughs> um, you know when you have the anom- anomalies? I'm surrounded by anomalies. <laughs> so like, oh, leave it out. Man, I don't know the proper flavors, but um, we'll, we'll let it run. We're gonna let it run, yeah. We'll let it run. <laughs> what about you, Yaf? Um, my one was, uh, I think it was, it was yesterday. Yeah, mm. Kwame must have phoned me, and Kwame definitely remembers this. Like, there was just so much hysteria going on outside. <laughs> like, a couple of times during the call, I said to Kwame, "Bro, that's like mad going on outside." Yeah, like, I, I don't know what's going on, but obviously, I was trying to focus on the call of Kwame, and you know, I have to give him my undivided attention. <laughs> so <laughs> it gets to a point now. It gets to a point now whereby there's just crazy noise outside I'm like no Kwame I need to call you back because there's something mad happening on my road yeah I need to go check this out and capture this content so he's like alright cool 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 hang up and this was an important we was like talking about some stuff for the for the pod or whatever yeah I was like alright Kwame I'll call you back I'll call you back I'm, Kwame I'm very sorry because I didn't actually definitely didn't definitely yeah did. yeah it's crazy no no I got I got, I got criminal away. but uh, so I've looked outside now and <laughs> there's like a bunch of people sitting on on benches yeah and then there is literally a grown man wearing a pink shirt and a clown nose like doing a clown act to these people in it and i'm just thinking to myself i have never seen a clown in real life yet here i am whilst talking to Tommy, this guy is clowning on these amsterdam streets like entertaining these people so that first of all that was just mad funny in it yeah so then as i've as i've continued to watch I didn't realize, but basically the people that he was entertaining were like um, more elderly and, and less able. Oh, no. So it was just so sick that obviously it was a funny moment for, for like anyone looking from the outside in to see it. But then when I actually detail, like man basically went out of his way, dressed up as a clown to entertain these people who were probably like a bit more lonely, um, maybe don't have connection to, to like their friends or family because of their age. So I just thought that was so sick to see. And the fact that they all came and gathered on this corner <laughs> in my street to be entertained, <laughs> I just thought was it. What, did so you that ca- definitely, definitely made me smile. Did you capture that on uh, people watching Yaf? Oh, Yaf watching yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> people watching Yaf, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I if call you... it uh, pe- people patrolling. People patrolling. Do, do you know what? You know, the funny thing is, with all this surveillance for the people watching, you still didn't catch the person that dashed your bike twice. <laughs> bro, bro. It's been more than twice, you know. Inside I've job, only, I've only sent you a picture twice, but it's been more or less every other day. And I'm extremely pissed <laughs> off. Yaf wakes up every day, looks out his window, and um, his bike is on the floor. <laughs> and only oh, his I'm bike. Find it funny. Bag, I'm glad you find it funny. I'm glad you find it funny, guys. Oh, um, what made me smile this week? I think um, to to echo what Stephen said, that energy that we had in the group on Monday was amazing. Um, everyone Tremendous. just everyone just firing off at, at different on what's the what they say different cylinders, yeah. Um, firing on different cylinders. Firing yeah. on different cylinders. Segways. But everybody on the same page. So I thought like that that really put me in the mood for this week and. Um, the sun being out, man. Like, the funny thing is, is like, we haven't really seen the sun. Well, me and you haven't seen the sun since we were in Trinidad. We came back to it being cold and wet. <laughs> <laughs> I know Stephen's hating right now. Stephen's yeah, hating. I'm sorry, bro. But 
I, I got out today on a little bike ride and I went for a walk and just sat. Um, I sat by the canals and just like took it all in. It's nice to be outside. Sick. So yeah, that that made me smile. Um, yeah, man, that that was it really. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how the weather has such an impact on our on our moods, man. A hundred percent. 100% man I'm sure there's some sort of like there needs to be some sort of science that, that backs up what that reason is I don't know maybe you could find out for us yeah I'll google it and I'll, I'll, I'll keep everyone informed and entertained <laughs> on the next next episode <laughs> <laughs> the oh. yo what was the jello saying though did it taste banging yeah yeah it was good you know it was good like my girl was a bit annoyed because she felt it was a little bit wet and not dry enough I was like no first time this is dope it reminds me of home and like, you know what them ones where it's like, if you went to an African party and you had this, like, you would have complained. Like, it was, it was, yeah, oh, that's a good it, measure. It wasn't the most, it wasn't the most banging, but it, it, I mean, maybe everyone has it, no offense, but you know when you have that one auntie that can't cook? And it's like, <laughs> like, it was nowhere near that, you understand? Name and shame, cons. name and shame. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. The, 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 the taste was A1. I'm, the, the taste was good. It wasn't great, but, 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 but in the future, we were hoping for great. So Yo, definitely a good attempt. I see, I speaking see, of food, yeah, I was going to say, I was literally I about to say this. I made a banging meal yesterday. You have been testing out his culinary skills, boy. Fam, listen, yeah. So I got the meal from my brethren in it from Toronto. She posted it. I was like, yo, Cam, what is that? That looks so nice. She sent me the recipe. And you know me, yeah, if she had sent me some some like proper intricate recipe, then that it, this meal would have been over before it even began. <laughs> but the recipe was so simple it was just like a guy on, on YouTube for five minutes sending out to the house. Yeah, cool. I'm going to do this. Bro, cooked up this storm. I was, I was oh so surprised with myself. One of my friends, one of my friends on Insta, yeah, she's even going to, um, she does like a, a zine for, for cookbooks. I think I told you guys already. Mm. And I'm, I'm basically, I'm basically a, a master chef now, guys. And I'm going to get teased yeah. on the cookbook zine. Yaf, Yaf makes one <laughs> one meal, posts it on Instagram, what, and now he's this? a featured cook. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what type of life this guy lives, yeah, but Lord knows it's, uh, it's decent. <sighs> <laughs> Every time I try to people gas me up, what do you want me to do? <laughs> hey, someone driving a lorry, bro. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kwame's in the lorry on the way home, bro. Ah, ah. Oh, shit. Hey, you, man, I've got random question of the week for you, lot, still. All right, hit us, bro. <laughs> All right, what, so I'm going to need that? a drum roll from everyone. <laughs> what was that? I'm going to need a drum roll from everyone. Are you ready? Drum, drum three, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, the question this week is is pretty simple one. If you could choose any profession and you can you can be a celebrity, you can be an athlete, whatever, but if you could choose anything from tomorrow to wake up and be for the rest of your life, what would it be? And why? Any profession. Mm. Yep, you can choose your profession. Being commander. But it didn't quite work. Um <laughs> I'd be a lawyer. Oh, for real? Why? Yeah. I love, I, love, I love to argue cases and I get gratification from uh, being right. So like on, I'm a, I'm a pure Twitter warrior. So like any, <laughs> wow. any, anywhere I can get in an argument on Twitter, I'll be that guy on the long thread just trying to expose someone uh, for their foolishness, basically. And I think I get a lot of 
And I like watching Suits as well. It could be like the Black Harvey Suits. Oh, Suits is a bad boy <laughs> show, you know. Hey, I've just got an image of Stephen's head, yeah, like Photoshop on Harvey Specter right now. <laughs> Powerful, man. I, I, I'd win a case before I even got into the building, man. <laughs> is that what you're saying, yeah? So I've always... Come on. You know the vibes? Suits always. Ah, uh, that's dope. <laughs> he likes wearing suits. That's why we're going back to being a lawyer. You know, I can go and wear a fucking suit every day. I might be a lawyer. <laughs> going back to my roots. You know, I'm even the kind of guy that would wear Jordan ones though and orange laces. Anyways, yeah. What would your dream job be? What would it be? You could your question. No, I can go. Um, so w- when I was when I was thinking of this, I like immediately my mind went to um, your you know, like what, what every well yeah my current job is very lit, but um, every kid when you're growing up you want to be a footballer, right? Yeah. So like, kid inside me was like yeah footballer footballer, but do you know what? Even if you was to ask me what if I could be a professional athlete, what would it be? It wouldn't even be a footballer mm-hmm. at this point, just because you kind of you get a broader perspective of like all the different sports, the culture that surrounds them. Yeah. So I'd probably want to be an NBA NBA um athlete, but I'm I'm kinda of straying away from the question. Um to be fair, it'll be something that helps people because I'm quite like I like to help people. I, I kinda Stephen, you get that gratification in like um did you say being right? Yeah, so well, winning arguments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get gratification in, in like knowing that I can help someone or have helped someone. So I don't know if it would wanna be if I'd wanna be doing like charity work per se, but Maybe something like a diplomat. Like I know, I know, I joke around and I've called myself diplomat. Yes, one time before, um, and I think I told you, man, the story why. I don't, I'm not sure if I have, but um, yeah, something that can like I'm working on behalf of something and like a, a bigger thing, but like helps people and and is is more of a unifying kind of something that connects people. So I don't really have the answer, but I guess diplomat would be pretty sick. It's a, it's a noble answer, but why I say you talked about unifying, but I I, I know you as a provocateur. So I can see you starting to fish and then walking away from the table. You know, you know me as a provocateur, but, but if you if you've known me if you've known me for a very long time, like people, everyone knows that I like to help people where I can in it. So I think my provocation comes out of a clean heart. I, I do it to to. to I'm people. still waters. Huh? That I'm still water. Got you provocative. <laughs> oh my gosh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Such a waste, man. I feel like you have to be like a, anyway. be a politician or something. Hundred percent. That's a politician. Ra- what are you ra- talking about? Rather than rather than diplomat, I reckon a politician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why a politician? And Kwame, why are you agreeing, bro? Because it does everything because, that he said. Bro, you can help it. people. I see, I see the vision. You can help people. I see the vision. You know, you can you can make your 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 it, voice be heard. Power. He's a guy from Boondocks. Is it Rowland? Huh? Yeah, the politician in Boondocks. <laughs> Who's the politician in Boondocks? Is it Rowland? Politician. Ah, the yeah. Na- the neighbor. The neighbor. That, that nah, guy the was a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, no, that black guy, that's Stephen, bro. You're CeeLo Brown. You're CeeLo Brown's voice. No, um, uh, I'm I'll, I'll send it after. I'll send it afterwards. I'd like to think <laughs> of it. I think me now. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, just just a minute ago, I thought of being, um, I was thinking about how it would be sick to work in music and like not, not like even though it would be a great feeling of being a performer, like to be an A&R. 
I just I just like that role because behind the scenes, but like you are still like very very front and center. And if you can like sign an artist and they can blow, you can have an effect and inspire loads of people. Mm. And that, there's something about that. And you also get to see like great moments, like meeting um, your artists, meeting different um, other artists, or getting to a stage and then making songs. But in my life, I've always had a passion for helping others and using that. And I guess it would always, I, if, if I didn't do what I would do now, I always wanted to get into teaching. That's good. Um, yeah, um, cool. yeah ju- 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 just, the, just, just the point of helping someone. I think I would only teach up to 11 to 11 to 14, 15, because after that, them kids are too, they them they them kids have too much attitude for, attitude for, <laughs> attitude for my liking. But um, yeah, I mean, like, and and like just, just the fact that like I could help someone, like you, you, like, you know, like obviously, you know, like there's certain kids that are are, are are designed to go a certain space or they believe in themselves. But I think a lot of times, especially as a young as 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 a young person, you, you only believe what you're told. Mm-hmm. So a, 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 a lot of kids that are disruptive. It doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean that they're stupid, but they're told they're a troublemaker. So what do they do? They make trouble. Mm-hmm. You understand? And if I could maybe help one or two people like believe in themselves and they're going to do better things, then and then what I like about being a teacher is that like I mean maybe you don't have it, but there's a feeling like if you ever bump into your favorite secondary school or primary school teacher, like it'll still be like you you're 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 in year eight or in year four. We'll be like, Oh, like Mr. Taylor, how are you doing? You understand? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're kinda of, kinda of quiet. But yeah, if, if if I think if I could be one thing it would be a teacher. That's so yeah. sick, man. I feel like um big up all the teachers as well. I feel like it's yeah. a very underappreciated um yeah. job. Especially because it comes under the public sector, right? Mm. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're and like, servant, yeah. Yeah, I feel as though like especially, you know, there's there's a lot going on at the moment around the amount of pe- the amount of money that NHS um workers get paid. But I think like teachers as well is a big one whereby these people are pretty much shaping the future of our of, of countries generations you know, bro yeah yeah they're, I don't know if their if their paycheck definitely um reflects that so yeah. it's an interesting one man. Mm. How about you KK? Um this I d I don't really I don't really know but I was just <laughs> I was literally just thinking as everyone was talking that's why I was keeping quiet. And I think where my head has landed or for now at least is um, maybe just an artist, not a musical artist, but someone that can like draw and sculpt and have their stuff in like galleries and shit. Just because I can't do any of that shit. Like I can't draw um, <laughs> like to save my life. Um, and I've always been fascinated I'm, I'm, by... I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the worst one still. No, nah, I don't know, man. But I've always been fascinated by <laughs> people that can look at a blank piece of paper and draw exactly what's in their mind. Um, that and, is very sick yeah. And for me That's just like I I have so much time For people that can do that shit So I'd love to Wake up tomorrow mm. And have the skills To like Transfer what's in my head Onto a, a sheet of paper With a, a pen Or a pencil Or um, Sculpting something And then The idea that That will just live forever In it um, I, I really like the idea That you can Create something Put it out there And it, it doesn't go anywhere So That's that's I think that's where My head is at in terms of this week's random That's question. That's interesting. But is that because you would like to visualize your ideas? Because you're someone who's very eloquent. You can, like, you use your words very powerfully. And I still feel like words can can live a lifetime. But yeah. is it because, like, would you... Yeah, so... Would you rather do that but can't I, currently? I think, yeah, because, like, 
words words for me obviously words mean a lot to me and i i i i i like to obviously get whatever's out in my head through words but and that was not as eloquent as i thought it was going to be but um being able to draw for me is just it's nuts man i'd I'd love to do yeah just translate whatever's in my head onto a sheet of paper um yeah bro like that's it really (laughs) okay sick all right well, what, what are we saying? Are we um are we going to introduce our guest? <laughs> you guys thought it was a normal show, huh? <laughs> you thought it was a normal show, yeah? Nah, brother. Out of home got something special for you. As per year here, you know? Hi. Listen, yeah. So, obviously, we got together and we were just thinking about how we're going to start uh, moving during this time. And we thought best that why not just give you a bunch of episodes with some really, really dope people? Obviously, we're dope, but we know dope people. So we thought, let's bring them in. So this week, we've got a special Trust. guest. Um, who, wants to, who wants to introduce him? I mean, want to talk about him? Don't let Fumbelino do it, bro. Gonna wait. Like, I'm just waiting. Yaf, Yaf, you do it, bro. Yeah, you go, bro. It's my moment to shine, boy. Mama, I made it. Mama, I made it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, you know, sport's a big part of our lives. We just spoke about um, what we would like to do, but I'm sure when we was growing up, all of us wanted to be um, the next captain of Arsenal or Manchester United in Stephen's case. Um, So sport is something that massively influences the world. The gentleman that we're going to be talking today is heavily influential in the sport world. Um, he's almost reimagined what it means to, to look at sport, um, has brought a really, really funny, positive twist on it, um, and is doing amazing things. We know him from South London times um, <laughs> when he wasn't doing what he's doing now, um, but it's amazing to see all of the stuff that he's achieving um, and what he's going to continue to achieve. So our guest this week is... Drum roll, please. Cheeky Sport Joe! <laughs> Come on. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Yo! Yeah. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine! <laughs> <laughs> the Dube beat. What's I'm good? In. I'm in. What are you saying, yeah. man? I'm tired. I'm, I'm in. I'm try- I try to tune into some of your stuff some weeks, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I give it a quick 10, 15, see what's going on. And the first thing I have to say is that you man's confidence makes me wonder if I'm in the right job. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, uh, bro? Yeah, how do you... What, what, what's going on there? Listen, look, for those of you guys who don't know, Joe here from Cheeky Sport. I'm here with my guys. It's a pleasure to be here. And we're about to turn this up seven notches. Jeez. When I listen to what you got to talk about here... Or just not, it's even the, like when you look at oh, what you've done this week and you know, you look, talk about normal stuff and that. Sometimes I think to myself, you, you're really feeling yourselves. Like, it's good to see. <laughs> Joe, you can't come on there and smoke, you know? You can't come on there and smoke. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not it's fair. Huh? I'm just, like, when I do, it makes me smoke. But sometimes I just think, rah, like, this, these guys are really serious. But yeah. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking about that, speaking about what made you smile. We're going to ask you, bruv, because we did it. We want to ask you, what made you smile this week? Uh, in general? Yeah, bruv, it could be anything. Uh, 
good question, you know. What made me smile this week? Um, you know what? I'll be real with you. Yeah. Today I went to the park. Yeah. I said, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to go out. Because I've been like staying in, you know, like everyone, obviously everyone stay home and that. But mm. I went to the park, man. And, uh, and, and I walked. And just being outside and having fresh air and stuff like that. Mm. I just said, I'm going. And I went for, <laughs> and I broke the one hour curfew. And yeah, there are. Man did up Nelson Mandela, long walk to freedom. <laughs> Bro, I, I said, it's funny because Stephen texted me, I said, I'm not even going to lie to you, man's breaking all types of rules today. Fam. I'm not even... <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah well, but but you, you, know, you know what the maddest thing is? Over here, over here, Joe, like everybody, like the Dutch is like so relaxed about the whole, we were talking about it earlier, you have people swimming in canals, got the boats wow. out, um, someone was doing a clown act outside of um, Yaf's apartment, like, <laughs> you'd be at home. Cool enough. It's actually wow. mad, bro. Well, Joe, thank you for joining yeah, us on the right, Phone podcast, bro. Um, we appreciate your time. Um, before we get into who you are and what you do, we want to know two things about you that no one else knows. Two things about me that no one knows. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm a big Whitney Houston fan still. I can't lie. Okay. What, what's your favourite song? I can't lie. Um, Saving All My Love. Jeez. Um, I can't lie. Sometimes when no one's there, I just, you know what I mean? Like, play it like that. For me, the best singer ever in the history. But it's just you don't ever get the opportunity to talk about things like that. Do you know what I mean? Who you gonna talk about? Like, no one. So, <laughs> I play her music here at least twice or three times a month. I mean, entire album from start to finish. Wow, that's sick. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's one thing. Second thing, I'll let you man know. Cause obviously, it's just us in it. But um, <laughs> your boy came back from Turkey in it in December. You know what I'm saying? Swear down. Quarantine. Quarantine. And now <laughs> the whole no, world man. knows. Listen, <laughs> I had to pattern it up. I did a nice deal over there. Um, there's a, there's going to be content coming out for it as well. Swear down. <laughs> How did you come about it? Like, where did you have someone that you knew that like gave you the hookup? Yeah. So basically, yeah, I go to the same barbers uh, as Rio Ferdinand, right? So we've got the same barber. Yeah, yeah. And um, our guy, so I've been, you go there and, and lads, look, it's just us here talking, in it? Like, not the world. What you find is that, I remember, yeah, let, quick background story. Troy Deeney was brushing my hair at some event, yeah. He was brushing me. And I thought, okay, cool. I need some content to release, yeah. So I released Troy Deeney brushing me. And I must have just put, like, in my comments, like, raw, like, I need a new barber, man. These guys are, you know, they're getting at me. And then everyone's just giving me suggestions for barbers. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Rio and that lot are like, come to mind. I was like, ah, he's in Orkington. I live in Crystal Palace. That's like a 20... 30 minute drive. I was just thinking, mm. realistically, there's a barber on my high street five minutes away. Do you know what I mean? That's my guy. Mm. But then I said to myself, oh, I really, I want to be hanging around with people who get cut with them, man. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And and he cuts. 
Patrice Ever, because Patrice Ever used to live in um, in London as well, yeah. So he's his barber, he's Rio's, a bunch of them them kind of guys. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go there. And he seemed like a good businessman. He was just like, I'll give you the first one free. And he said I had to be there at 7:30 in the morning. I was thinking these guys are really testing my commitment. 7:30 in the morning. I just think the truth. <laughs> but let me tell you, with my crazy self, I went. I went and I got and we sat in that chair for two hours, bro. And we spoke about this, bro. It was the longest haircut I've ever had in my life. But I hope so. the, most, the most beneficial thing, he started showing me the shades that celebrities use, this, that. And then that conversation developed into, right, as an influencer, you should look into, you know, if you're interested, the hair. Then I've been thinking about this for years. Interesting. Years, and then, yeah, next thing you know, one or two talks. The next thing you know, as an influencer, they're like, yo, they want to do business. And then we just got it done. That's mm-hmm. I'm actually looking at your page right now to see if I can see the difference. But you've been wearing hats in all your latest posts. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're waiting for the secret to be unfurled. I see you. I see Come you. on. Oh, shit. Come on. <laughs> when, so when do we go live then with the announcement? To be honest with you, I think by September, um, let me grab this mirror. Yeah, <laughs> by, se- September, by September, we're here. Cool. We're here now. September. Yeah, September. September's a go-live date. Uh, we've, got, we've got to get you back on in September. Listen, I'm going to be telling you about a different life I live. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in all in all seriousness though, yeah, because like you know we talk about when when man gets a trim, yeah, like that basically reinvigorates you in it. Like you're a totally your confidence is different, like you just feel like a totally different person. Things, how how did it feel for you? Like how like just on a like on a serious tip, how do you feel now having like had that and what's it done for you? All right, fellas, without I'm not the guy to come and start name joking but but I'll keep it real because yeah, yeah, he crept, yeah, crept from Play Dirty. He was the first person at uni that used to get at me for my hairline. Like, <laughs> it's been going for a long time. That man used to call me Vegeta. <laughs> it, it was... Sorry. Bro. It was, you know, it was a bit mad. So now that life has changed, Sellers, I've done it all, mate. I've coloured the hair there ain't no shaving me bruv I've done it all fam but I said to myself I can't live this life do you know what I'm saying I don't know about you man but when there's an invention to to sort this out it's being done and so yeah now it's kind of like I just feel like that's one less thing to worry about and the reason why I'm going to release it is because um, I'm even though I'm in front of a camera and I'm happy with myself in general but you've got to remember, man, you've just got to be on point where you can, do you know what I'm saying? You've mm. got to be in half decent when you're wearing clothes, when you're, whatever you're doing, you need to be hot, pre- presentable for the for the event, whether it's sports, whether it's more professional stuff. So now, I feel a bit more ready and I know that when I release that, I know automatically that people are going to come to me for my teeth. I don't have bad teeth and I don't want to get veneers, but I know that I'm going to be able to you know, get getting whitened or something and I'm not going to have mm. to worry about hey, or I'll just go to a good company and they'll do it for me, no problem. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 
you know, the the interesting thing about what you said there is that I think because I also like mine's gonna get a bit that, that way in the future if it's not already. But like I think for me the thing is just having the choice. So it's like when you wake up, it's just like you don't want to be forced into like a particular look or like hey, this is it. You, like you'd like to have you know the option if I want to do this, I can do that. So I think it's maybe the mental thing of just saying like okay, cool, I actually don't have a choice in this, and I guess now you do have a choice. So. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a big thing. Because people be hiding stuff, bro. Mm. One time, Andros, Andros Townsend, Crystal Palace, I said, and I don't even know him like that, to be honest with you. It was just after the Arsenal game. He just happened to be hanging around and I just finished working. I said, big man, listen, where did you get it done? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what you talk about with me. Cut the games. Where did you get it done? You see the thing with these athletes, yeah? You man will know who you guys who work with. You guys are people appreciate when you're human beings, bro. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're not out there giving doing princes of wonder trying to serve him and that. Like, no, I just said, tell me where it is. He goes, cut the camera and I'll tell you, innit? And he told me in Canada. I've never believed him. I've never believed him. Oh. I've never believed him. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's my hairline so far, fellas. <laughs> how about how about for you, Mando? We, we we were saying we were saying like there's probably two random stuff about each of all all of us that people probably don't know. So how about for you, man? Mm. I, I can I can go first. Well, I can go, remember go, it. Go. Um. All right. So <laughs> my mum used to when I was younger. God bless her. She used to enter me for everything. Anything that involved getting out of the house, mingling, or anything. So one of the things she got me involved with was like maypole dancing. Huh? So, what? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Maypole dancing. Pole dancing. What's the pole dancing? <laughs> that used to be busting <laughs> open, magic. <laughs> 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 what? what? <laughs> no, it's literally like I even know where it descended from. I think it's like Irish or something. But basically, you have a ribbon. Uh, when I say that, it sounds it sounds so dirty now. <laughs> and now yeah, entering the stage. Locked the whole call off. <laughs> so it's like you have like a pole and a ribbon, and then you you have like a you do like country dance, basically like line dancing with like ribbons. I had no idea what it was, and wow. because of the school where I went to, I was like the only black person as well. So like some of these pictures are hilarious. It's just like me, like jeans, some sort of like cowboy top on, like just dancing between this ribbon. It's so off kilter, you would not even imagine. So like yeah, that I did that for a couple of years. Stephen, um, whenever you talk about your childhood, I have to question. You know. Yeah, it's a bit mad. Well, still. You don't think I did maple dance? <laughs> Fam, it is mad. It is mad, and that's not even. There's another mad part as well. So that wasn't even the only thing I was. So at the same time, I was maple dancing. Um, I also got into do tap dancing as well. That's cool. Oh, and I was, I was pretty, sick. You I was pretty sick at tap. I was pretty sick at tap dancing, to be fair, and it helped with the footwork on the pitch as I well. That still. But um, <laughs> so I did. I did tap dancing, and then I was in a play. Um, is it Lion Witch in the Wardrobe? Yeah. No, 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 no. What's that? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Guess, guess, guess what character they had me? They put me on in front of my whole <laughs> mum. <and brother>. The <laughs> wardrobe. Had, yeah. Not, 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 I wasn't even a main character. We're talking about Zedley's characters. I was a black scarecrow fan. God. I was gonna say scarecrow. But I was thinking I was just, about Wizard of Oz. 
Oh shit, it was Wizard of Oz. Sorry, I got my, oh, my, my, my novels mixed up. But I was, I, was a, I was a black scarecrow. And at the time, I just thought, okay, cool, yeah. Equal process, we all got there. So it even went a couple of years back. When I look back at it, like, hold on, this wasn't right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so those, those are the two things, mopole dancing and tap dancing. That is um, hilarious, boy. Mine are definitely not, this, <laughs> not as extreme as yours. Um, <laughs> but I would say my one. So first thing is I, I met Nelson Mandela when I, was, uh, when I was really young. He came to Brixton and was doing something. I think he was opening like a center or something. Mm. I was too young to even appreciate it, but Stephen, as you mentioned it earlier, like it kind of reminded me. So yeah, um, well, my mum told me I met Nelson Mandela, and she could be lying, and um, <laughs> I may have never met Nelson Mandela, but according to my mum, I have. Um, so that's number one, and number two, number two is a really like it's just a really weird fact about me that um, I think I've shared with a couple of you guys, but and I don't know why I do it, but I count stairs every time I walk up them, and I don't oh, know why. Man. God, only God alone knows why I do that. It's a really weird habit that I have, but I'm, I'm not afraid to share it with the world. You could put a database of all the world's stairs just so that we know. Just so that we know. Uh, um, my two are really quick. Um, you don't know, but not ma- not many people do. I I used to do gymnastics for like eight years, and um, <laughs> and I once sold Kanye some shoes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. What kind of a process was that, boy? Um, it was interesting. I was starstruck as fuck. Um, he bought some um, some trainers from a from a store for him and his wife. Oh. And the size he bought what, for what his wife, huh? Nike. When when he when he bought the when he, when he bought the, the the trainers, now I was like, are you sure she's that? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Size blood, because that's a big size for a woman's foot so small. What size was she? <laughs> he what asked, size was she? He asked, he asked for, and, I don't, and I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, yeah, because he said, because I'm going to say they're probably like US size, but he asked for like a nine. And I was like, huh? Yeah, Trust me. It's like a seven and a half, like US. Shout out to Kim K, boy. <laughs> what, what's the actual size, though, for real? Do we? Does anyone know what her size is? I'm gonna know. find this out afterwards. It's probably like a four. Any information? <laughs> <laughs> That's banner. Queen with the flame. Queen with the flame. Um, I'm trying to think of. I'm, I'm trying to think of the second one. The first one. Uh, I don't know why, but in my youth, I was like, yeah, man. Like, you know what I'm gonna do? 
I'm gonna play the guitar. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing acoustic and I'm 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 work my way up to electric. And I had this plan that you know, obviously these times I think I was still rapping. So like halfway through my career, maybe I was split to this like like this like this 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 rock star, this like this country singer. Well, I gave him up to two lessons, bro. I was like, yeah, this, ain't for me. this, ain't for me. this guy could have been Little Nas X before Little Nas X. <laughs> no, allow me, allow me. And I just, yeah, I was, I'm two lessons. I was like, yeah, you know what, Mr. Smith, I'm done. Never came back. And the second one, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I have, st- okay, I have also have a, have a, um, a, um, a celebrity story. It's not even that big, but what, uh, one time, I, no, one time I, I went to. I went to an interview at Next. This is, this, this is during the time of the, them crazy cells. And I must have had an interview at like 6, 6 or 7.30. So I went to that. I, I did that. Obviously, I got the thing. And then later, I went to Selfridges. And like, I see some lady. Like, it was kind of early. So there wasn't a lot of people. And she looked in like, she had mad hips. And I was like, raw. who's this? Shakira, who's Shakira. This? <laughs> no, it was Alicia Keys, fam. I was swearing. What? Oh, swear. It was Alicia Keys. I swear. And I was like, like nothing happened, eh? And if I chops her or anything, Obviously. but but like, but like, but like, I was like, raw, like, should should I take a should, should I take a photo of her? But I was like, no, she 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 with with a little brother, and like, there was a time where like she had a real she had a real acne problem in it. So I was like, no, I'll just leave her alone. Um, but yeah, well, you didn't want her to ruin your photo or what? <laughs> no, like. <laughs> If Lisa Keys is ever listening, it's all love, it's all love. But like, just, just one time, I just, I just, I just saw randomly, and it just said, "That's it, that's it." Okay. I ain't got much. Sick, sick. So, where does that take us to now? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Yo, anyhow, and the floor is yours, bro. Don't fumble the dice. Fumbelino. <laughs> hey, listen. So, Joe, yeah. Obviously, you've been talking about uh, footballers. Um, and sport, but we want to know what you do. So, could you tell us about who you are, what you do, uh, a little bit about your journey, man? Yeah, man. Joe Better from a media company uh, content creation called Cheeky Sport. So, to be honest with you, let me turn my WhatsApp off because people love. I've, I've got that because I'm single. I've got that WhatsApp on desktop. You know what I mean? Are you I saying that? You're single. Some people can't do that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Joe, uh, media company is called Cheeky Sport, originally started off as a, a YouTuber. Prior to that, um, I was actually working in commercial for pharmaceuticals. And I just remember sitting down. Uh, you know, this is, these are the times when WhatsApp was popping after BB, in it. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being in groups. And I thought, oh, like, you know, my friends are mad funny. Like, you know, like we should really try to do something. But, and I thought to myself, why am I not getting paid for all this banter? Like, honestly, that was my mindset. <laughs> Why am I not getting paid for this banner? And then, and then at the time, I remember saying to myself, yeah, man, I want to create something where I can debate and have Ian Wright come on. And, you know, back then it was, it was unfathomable, do you know what I mean? To have, mm. to, to think that you, who's, you've not been involved in football like that, you could, your view was as important or could be matched to a level as theirs. So I remember what I did, I just picked up a camera um, one day with one of my mates and I said, look, man, I, you know, I really want to try to get everyone in a room for a debate show and that. And I just gathered a few of my close friends. I came up with questions. I hired a room um, and literally we went through. I bought in the beers, the drinks. It made everyone comfortable. Boom, boom, boom. And they had a great time and we filmed it. The editing is dead. It's still available <laughs> online. 
But it's one of them ones there where I knew I was onto something. And then, as you guys probably know, when you're doing a big thing, you know what I mean? There'll be some people who are more on it than others. So as the weeks went, some people started withering away. Do you know what I mean? And um, so I stayed with uh, the core core of my guys and we were like, yo, let's carry on doing this. But the problem is people don't want to come back weekly because everyone's got other commitments, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So we then decided the best way to get a narrative of football is to go somewhere where the story is changes on a weekly basis, but the characters are the same. Mm. So I remember saying that. So then we started going to games, um, interviewing the fans, right? So what you got, the only, the only thing is, is that we were doing all teams. So at the time, there was only a couple of channels, I think Arsenal Fan TV and Full Time Devils, um, and they were like, they were team specific. And we were like, no, nah, we want to cover football, but in a way that's not too heavy. Mm. So, um, and then we got down to games. And you know, when you film, you, you find things, you change things around. I had really funny guys with me. I would go home, edit the videos, stay up the whole night. You know, everyone would put in a shift and whatnot, you know, but um, it's really like my baby that I really, you know, I've been holding on to for years. And then as the time went, that developed into presenting. Mm. And then thus you start working and meeting people on the way, etc. I remember re-meeting Stephen on the way and just all that kind of stuff. And then you go from, the only problem with us is we used to have mad banner with the players. Mm. But as time goes, you start working with a lot of them. So you have to start, shifting what you do a little bit so now it's less youtube it's more presenting and content creation because end of the day i gotta pay i gotta pay my bills guys do you know what i mean so <laughs> and we still create good content that's different but it's not as shall i say as wild and cranky as it used to be um however we are working with a younger generation and i'm always working with different talents to be able to reinvent stuff because i think we need to have the new cheeky sport for from 2025 and onwards. What is that? We need to start thinking that far ahead already. Just you know what I'm saying. So, uh, so right now I'm a presenter, content creator on digital platforms. Dope, man, dope. And um, like you said, you're from Crystal Palace, yeah. Um, I just wanted to touch yeah. on wanted to touch on the fact that like there's so many people from South London, especially from I guess our generation that have come from that yeah. like that that area and have like blown and become like big things like talk about that like what what do you think was the the thing or the catalyst that allowed you and your your group of friends to like become who you guys are it's the maddest thing people always say like i've always got other presenters that'll come to me and go you don't all knew each other like you know mm. water is different you know that yeah, 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 yeah. water you don't drink and the truth is yeah I think the beginning of even before I think social just before social media there was a connection so we used to when I used to do music as well like it, it started with listening to mp3s the the Sony Walkman phones when your music could start getting around you know mm-hmm. and at one point we all used to listen to the dizzies and all these people on our phones but again this is just a repeat of who I am. I remember listening to that music saying, I reckon I could do better than that. Mm. Or I reckon I can do my own thing. So that's been the pattern of my life. And I remember um, I found out who I thought were the best MCs in the ends. Fair enough. There was Crepton Conan. Yeah. Young, young guys. We, I got them on my mixtape when they were like 14, 15. 
um, Jermaine, who I work with, who worked at Murky Records a few years later, he introduced me to Stormzy. Mm. Um, so we all used to make mixtapes in my bedroom, to mm. be honest with you. That's where, that's where it all started, if I'm honest. Um, I don't ever try to take credit for that because I don't really care that much. But <laughs> it, when I really think about it, a lot of these people that I've met, like Michael Dapper, I met because my best friend had been stabbed and... I met Michael, um, was really close with him. So people like that, we all connected. I'm talking going to each other's houses, living with each other with some of these people. Um, and there's just a, a, a list of them, a list of these people. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the MP3 era started it. And then MySpace allowed us to really connect even more. And then obviously Facebook. Uh, and then, yeah, I think the social media has allowed for our talents to thrive. I was just going to touch on that because as you're going through like the chronology of it or um, you can see the role that technology has played and obviously um, we're going to touch on it later but then obviously like till today uh, how do you see the role of technology playing and what do you see um, the future being and how you're going to move with that time? Um, I think technology is now the thing, isn't it? Back in the day we had to stand outside and give our mixtapes out if we weren't doing MP3s. Now it's all about your online presence. When mm. I'm doing work, I'm judging people by their online authenticity as well, but there's a lot that weighs in on their online presence. Mm. So I guess it's just about, um, it's really about, this is like the nerdy bit, but it's really about being in tune with the algorithms and how they change. You know, um, when we used to do YouTube, our buzz was so natural that we didn't really used to care about that that too much. But whereas I specialize more on Instagram and we're growing our TikTok to make sure that we're still around and we're doing great things, we realize that understanding the algorithm for what it is that you do is great. And a lot of these kids that you think are just doing things online, I promise you, you speak to the majority of them and they know exactly what's going on behind behind the scenes when it comes to algorithms. They're so switched on, it's scary. So um, that is a huge part if you want to blow going forward. You need to understand how these platforms work. Yeah, that's mad. How, um, like, Joel, just, just to go back quickly, yeah, like, obviously, because a lot of us, well, all of us grew up in, in Ems, in it, in London, yeah? yeah? And, like, back when we was growing up, I feel so old when I say that, back in Oregon. <laughs> but, like, when we, when we were growing up, obviously, like, London isn't necessarily an easy place to to kind of make it out of, right? And here we are on a call um, where everyone is now in a better situation, thankfully. So how, how do you make that transition from like, coming, coming, like, being born and raised in South London and then kind of like putting a positive spin on what you're doing now? You know what, yeah. I grew up in a strict household, if I'm honest with you. So, yeah, I could, I could, um, I could act, I would act like whatever outside, but in my house, I knew what time it was already. Do you see what I'm saying? So um, I think for me, that's always been my grounding because I just knew that people ain't going to accept certain behaviours. So I need to make sure that um, at the very least, I do enough to do what I have to do in the house. And that's helped me a lot. But after that, when that weren't even a thing anymore, when no one can really tell you anything, I'll be honest with you, I just looked at my friends because when once I finished uni and um, so, for example, Crep had graduated before me, even though he started after me, because I was messing around. I wasn't a serious guy. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So even though I had a brain, I didn't have direction. So 
But the bit that changed my life for me was, it was like, what do I do? Do I go back after uni and you do nothing? Or you, do you know what I mean? However, I st- there started being a blueprint of people who started doing well. So they started doing well. That was huge. Do you know what I mean? You see one or two footballers that you might have known when you were younger that did well. That was huge. That's what gave me the courage, even though I, I was working and it was a brilliant job and, you know, whatever. It gave me the courage to make that jump because I said, actually, what is different from these guys that I that I don't have? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And not the same field, but... Yo, we're friends for a reason. I weren't friends with them people because we were running around stabbing people. We were mm-hmm. friends with them people because even though we were into whatever we were into with girls, blah, 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 those people, the common factors with the, the, the circle of people, they always wanted to be successful. Yeah. Like, always, always, like you speak to, like, it was weird. They, all of them kind of people there, yeah. I know that there's a few people that are not in my brain at the moment, but they, all wanted to be successful. Like, and I'm not just talking about, I want to blow from, no, I mean people who generally were willing to die for their success. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, man. And then like, how does, how do you then transition? Because you, you kind of mentioned it briefly that you had an idea, you believed in it. And I guess what it sounds like is you kind of just stayed consistent. Right? But like, how does someone go from working in the industry you was working in to, becoming what you are now because a lot of the time people just see the end result but of course behind the scenes there's loads of hard work and lots that goes into it so how would you describe that transition of where you started to where you are now? Even when you're talking to me about this is mad emotional bro because people don't understand how much I didn't sleep bro Mm. like I didn't sleep I I was holding down a job Um, my my girlfriend at the time um, was pregnant with my child and it was like one of those Eminem stories where it, it was it. It was either make or break. There was actually no choice. You know what I mean? Like, I remember sitting there at my work desk making a decision. I said, if I decide to commit to this, like like I'm married to this thing, I have to be aware that financially, I'm probably not going to be, I'm going to go backwards. You know, my social life, I'm going to go backwards. Um, I could do this and I could fail and I could I could go backwards my mortgage plans will flop. I will go backwards. I had to really face up to that and say, am I going to make the decision or not? And once I made that decision, I'll be real with you. I weren't sleeping. I lost my friends. I lost friends that I've worked with directly. I've lost almost everything for what I do. Mm. And people don't like to... Brother, I've lost... Every, like, don't get me wrong, I've gained so much as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Do I regret it? I don't regret nothing, to be honest with you. Not like one of them rappers that like, I don't regret nothing. Like, I really don't regret it because I would have been so upset sitting in that seat at work, looking at these people doing what they love and saying, I wasn't brave enough to try. Mm. So the transition goes through consistency and I, hard work beyond belief. Like, you know, like, I never stand still. Like, if something needs to be done, I, I don't like to... I can't be the same person I was two, three hours ago. If something don't work, I've, I'm always looking for another alternative. So when people say no to me, I go, what about this? And they were like, no. Okay, what about this? I'm like, no. And, what about, and then you do that enough times, someone's going to say, you know what, let me just let me just give this guy a chance, man, because he just won't do yeah. it. And yeah. that is literally... That's how I got my job at Arsenal. That's how I got 
that is literally who I am. That's so sick, man. Joe, on on that, like, because knowing working with you as well, I think one thing that sets you apart from a lot of people that I've worked with is just kind of that that work ethic and the discipline. So you touched on it about like your upbringing, and I know like um, you're of like Congolese descent. Like, do you want to just touch on kind of like how that upbringing is and kind of some of those things that are still instilled with you? Because I think honestly, with like all the people that I've worked with, um, you have like a very strong set of principles, and which is kind of rare to find not a lot of people have that and it's really interesting yeah i mean i feel like i'm a bit of a fake on the lead if i'm honest with you <laughs> yeah i'll be real because i'm fluent french which is all well and good we are our native language is uh lingala um i can't really speak it very well i understand it my mom speaks it to me and stuff like that but my dad was one of them guys that was always set up in he didn't care what you were doing or where you were from. He just wanted education, education, education. And I think he was so into education that he didn't care for me to do much anything else besides when I was playing football. And I feel like he was so into his education that he wasn't really into the the, Cong- the Congolese crowds too much as well because they weren't as much into education, I, I, if I'm honest with you. So I feel like I was kind of removed from the Congolese community a little bit, if I'm honest. And um, so I'm a bit disappointing in that story. But um, when I got older, I started saying to myself, yo, I want to be doing things with the Congolese people. I want to give back to my people. And yeah, I tried to do one or two things with them, but without naming names, there's a bare man that weren't serious, bro. So if you're going to leave out there and you're trying to do serious stuff, I'm like, your boy, man, because I'm really trying to do stuff for my country and that. But we need to come together and get serious. Joe, what was the, um, because obviously like, just just to quickly go back and you spoke about your mindset, yeah. What was the first thing that you remember that was like, yeah, I'm on the right track? Like, what was that first encouraging like piece of content or thing that you did and he's like, yeah, man, this this has got something new? Well, before I discourage you guys, you want to be talking about twerking and whatever, I'll be honest with you, my faith in God is what has really uh, got me, it gave me the sense of peace because what was tough with what it is that I I do I did and I was doing with my friends at the time is that there was no end goal. We didn't we couldn't actually see that there was one. The one end goal was KSI because he showed us that within the YouTube space you can make a living. But we all thought you needed ten million subscribers. Yeah. But you don't you see what I'm saying? But so there was that. But besides him, because he's a different style of what it is that we do, we didn't have a direction. So we were making mistakes, learning on the job. We had to do everything there and then. Like, So the truth is, it was my faith. It was, when I mean, I felt at peace with what I was doing. Like, it's not to say that I didn't mess up or I didn't, you know, make mistakes on the way, but I proper felt at peace that I'm put on, I was put on this earth to push the digital market forward, mm. even if just a little bit. It was that piece that I had, if I'm honest with you. That's dope. I love that. And then, yeah. like, you you spoke briefly about, um, well, you kind of touched on it, from some of the people that you've, you've met, some of the things that you've done. Like, how would you explain to the people who maybe don't don't follow you? Like, what what would you say some of the, the your best achievements have been? Like, what you what you've done over the span of your of your career so far? Man, I've 
Because oh, I dang. see it, like, I see it on Insta, but, like, to, to kind of, like, summarise all of this, the dope shit that you've done would be sick. Yeah, bro. I'll be honest with you. I was talking about it with my brother the other day, and I said, you know what? We all want to be good businessmen and stuff like that. And, um, but I feel like I even overachieved what I was trying to achieve when wow. I did Cheeky Sport, because, like I said, I only wanted to create a platform, yeah, where I could be respected with as a fan but also do things with footballers so in order for me to meet my favorite players to play with my favorite players to argue with my favorite players um for me yeah that it, it even it's even above the monetary value that you can put through it through, through the job if i'm honest with you um you gotta understand like it's like I don't know about everyone here, but for me, football was everything when I was younger, you know, like yeah. I played at the level. I was that guy. I went to Millwall, didn't sign, blamed it on the phantom injury, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I but it's to be able to to have these conversations with these people and to summarize my biggest achievement was, you know, last year I started building really good relationships and pros were really respecting me and I was able to do deals with people where I was able to bring Ian Wright on our podcast, uh, who's a personal hero of mine. So for them, for them guys to be like, yeah, I'm coming true, man. I'm coming true to do something for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I respect you. Is mm. it, it takes you full circle because I always wanted to get Ian Wright and Rio Ferdinand, funnily enough. And I remember Rio finishing his work at BT, came through in his chauffeur, you know, um, oh my gosh! And and maybe chauffeur park outside for an hour and a half because he was doing my podcast. You see wow. what I'm saying? That's and on top cool. of that, it wasn't even my podcast because I was on the podcast. It's actually the podcast with my friends. Of course, I'm in charge and I oversee it, but it's the podcast with my closest friends. You see what I'm saying? So That's because so I get to do a lot of stuff because as the founder doing whatever. But it's also allowed me to open doors for my friends as well, which is so mm-hmm. important. You know what I mean? Some of these guys, they do it for fun. And some of these guys, they wouldn't have even fathomed. So when I look at someone like Jermaine, Big J, um, he told me when he wasn't in Cheeky Sport, you lot should do a podcast. I said, great. I want you to do it. He's like, oh, no, I don't think I'm good enough. I was just like, bro, shut up, man. Trust me, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? So I know I'm going around in circle here, but... I've met all the players, I've done all that stuff, but to get these people on my platform, former footballers, the Darren Benster, uh, Sam Allardyce, I did some stuff with him recently, and they're on my stuff. You get me? Mm. For me, it's like, rah, like, that's mad. Yo, um, yo, 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 Joe, um, obviously, you know, everyone's living in the same condition, like COVID-19 and that. And we just yeah. wanted to ask, like in, in 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 quarantine, how are you keeping busy and like how 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 are you doing? To be honest with you, there's uh, some areas are you know I mean I haven't really had the chance to see my daughter, which has been really difficult if I'm honest mm. with you, because me and my little one, that's my that's my that's my twin right there, that's my do you know what I mean, my mini me and stuff like that. So that's been really really difficult if I'm honest. But um, besides that, um, I've been doing some work so to keep me busy, which is really really good. Um, I started on the house party app uh, last week, and that like I remember even telling Stephen like, "Yo, cause you see these house party things popping, you know, like." But <laughs> what you find is that house party will have you up to like four a.m. and yeah. I'm not really, 
I've done it once or twice and I just thought to myself, yeah, mate, there's there's no way I'm coming out of this quarantine and, and I'm I'm less, I'm not better than what I was because I was up being house party. You know what? I'm not saying you ain't going to find me on. I'm just saying I ain't on for long. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. And uh, you know, or, or obviously, you know, as a presenter, like you're like you're like you're out and about. You're meeting popular and uh, celebrities. So, so like, how has how has this uh, pandemic affected your uh, affected your day to day job? I'm guessing maybe some things have been moved around or whatnot. Yeah, a lot of things have been moved around, but I guess this is where people such as yourselves, us lot in this chat, we all share similar skills. Whereas yeah. you guys are brilliant on the mic. Like, I'm not even guessing brilliant on the mic. I think you lot complement each other. But because you guys have got transferable skills, um, you have to rely on your transferable skills to allow you to uh, sort out your incomes. Because if you don't have transferable skills, then you can really be stuck and frustrated. Mm. Um, that's Because it's, 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 it's affected all industries, if you think of it. Like, you know, normally the, the housing market, yeah, you're talking about recession and whatnot, but this is the first time that I've ever seen that everything is everything is affected. Everything. Mm-hmm. So, on, on, on that one, Joel, like when you see now, because the line of work that you do is kind of um, brands and other people reach out to you looking for like searching for influencers or people who can reach a particular audience. Now with everybody having to be that locked up uh, at home and things like that. What are you seeing in terms of like the world of like influencers and how do you see that evolving in the future? Like, have you noticed anything right now? And is there anything? Yeah. I see that, that this thing, yeah. The reason why I'm gonna step my game up because I don't, I don't, I know I haven't really been going hard, but I definitely will. Is because it's an opportunity for you to. There's two things that will happen. We're gonna leave in the market. Yeah, lads, is going to be mad because the truth is a lot of freelancers are going to turn around and they're going to say, oh my gosh, I spent the last X amount of years building my business here and it's a bit mad. I need to go get a job. Mm-hmm. So loads of people are going to go get jobs. And of course, people have been laid off. Yeah, some of them are going to want to start their own thing, but a lot of people are going to try to be looking for jobs. So jobs is going to be a big thing. Like It's going to be huge, right? But then at the same time, yeah, I've noticed that there's going to be a gap for people who are still going. So, for example, someone like Tory Lanez. All of a sudden, Tory Lanez is the most relevant person in the music industry. <laughs> Trust me, bro. And he's playing on it. So I'm the CEO of Instagram, free Tory. I'm just in their post. I'm thinking, yeah. And then everyone there, he's got 37,000 comments on his post. I'm thinking to myself, no one cares about Tory Lanez like that in real life. You know them ones here, like <laughs> your songs are not that good, bruv. You know, thirty-eight thousand comments. <laughs> on, bruv. I was expecting. I've been listening to him since two thousand and ten, yeah. but man knows it. Like, come on, like I'm even surprised that Drake squashed the beef with man and that. But it's like <laughs> you don't need to. But you, this period here will allow you to develop new skills mm-hmm. and will allow certain people to, 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 to fly, you know what I mean, to grow. And you've got to grab it with two hands because there's people out there that are writing books, writing projects. Like, don't be like those who are not, who are waking up late every day, mm-hmm. who are not getting their mind right, who are not, you know what I mean? Don't be like them, man. So that's what, what I'm taking from it. What are you, <laughs> what are you actually doing? Um 
during this period, like you just mentioned that people are going to be doing other things to, you know, better themselves. Have you picked anything up that you wanted to do before or? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is that? Yeah. I picked up a, I picked up a couple things. Um, if I'm really honest with you, for the first time in five years, I've, even though I believe my business is fine, I've actually rewritten a CV, you know, if I'm honest with you. Mm. I wrote a CV. Wow. Yeah, because I thought to myself, the truth is, yeah, there's nothing that stops me in this stage in what I do, yeah, to <clears throat> to do more project management roles, to, um, to what else have I seen? It's all about protecting what you've made as well. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm. I think we're, we're, we're not 19, 20, right? Sometimes I feel like if, let's just say, Cheeky Sport, my company came to an end tomorrow, I need to be happy with that. When I mean happy, I need to say I've made my money and I left at the right time. I can't let the market dictate when it kicks me out. I've got to do Zidane here. Do you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> I've got to leave on my terms. I want to. Because otherwise, you stay because you're being stubborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you think people are going to say, oh, you dropped and they fell off. But actually, how I look at it, lads, is if you take Sean John, right, was that not a very influential... Uh, brand it mm. was mm. Yeah. does it go and do what it does now it doesn't does that mean that Sean John was a failure no it doesn't you know what I mean but, but when you when you deal with some of our people ah oh, that man fell off man nah for me if I decide to go tomorrow and this is the last interview I ever do I need to say I looked at the market I felt it was time for me to go I protected what I made I'm out Mm-hmm. So effectively, so, you're using this time to kind of future-proof yourself. Future-proof yourself. Yeah, because you don't know. Like, you don't know. I could be doing two, three-day consulting. You don't know. Or, or, but at yeah. the same time, I also want to use the time to... I need to step up my actual content creation, like my original content creation, because this is the time to fail as well, to mm. do those videos that don't bang, do those videos that, that don't bang, because it's not really going to affect your brand work that much. You know what I mean? Like, so do it, come up with new, new strands in it. So that's kind of like what my aim is and, you know, a lot more reading and, and work and stuff like that. Yeah. I love how, um, I love your mindset, like how you're, you're not letting the, the moment, which has been quite, quite negative and like, you know, the media will trade it as something and don't get me wrong. It's crazy. And it, the, the things yeah, that are happening, people, people yeah. losing their lives. Like, you can't forget about that. But yeah. for you, because your mindset's so positive and <clears throat> you mentioned kind of, you know, your your faith in God. Is there any is there anything in addition to that that's keeping you inspired and keeping you motivated? Like what is it what is it that keeps you hungry? I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like the people that I purposely surround myself with, yeah. Mm-hmm. Life is not always good. But the people that I'm with or I talk to on a day to day, they're always doing something. If I'm chatting to Stephen, he's always doing something. If I'm talking to Jermaine, he's always doing something. So when, so when you surround yourself with people like that, my, my sister, who's one of my, my probably my closest friend, she's like, yeah, today she told me, yeah, she, she signed up to a new eyelash course. She's excited, you know, and she's done this, she's doing that, she's rewriting this, she's doing that. And when you're around those kind of people all the time, yeah, it's not to say that they're not going through hard times, but you can't help but get on your stuff and go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do this and I'm going to do that. 
you know, and so you, and then you end up asking people questions. You know what I mean? Like I was asking Stephen, he said, I said, bro, oh, how did you do this? When did you do that? Because you're always looking at people who are always actively doing stuff here and it keeps you hungry. And you say, yeah, I've got a, and in a good spirit, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, man. And that's what I'm doing during quarantine. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying I'm not focused on the people who are not doing well. I'm trying to focus on the future and the good things. Yeah, Speaking about the so future, the energy. Um, what's the first thing that you're going to do when this is all over? Oh, man. I'm going to announce the turkey thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah, it's, uh, laughs> to be honest with you, I actually need to, prep to, to plan for that still, actually. I need to put the content all in one place because you lot are going to be like, right, that's mad. I can't even lie to you. That thing is mad. A patch of hair on your on your cheek, yeah. Technology will do that for you instantly. That's crazy. <laughs> because and then some people go, rah, but think of it, man. If they've been building additional ears on rats for like 20 years, well, you're telling me strands of hair can't be done. <laughs> Like, I've got hair growing in places I never even knew my head that could happen. Never <laughs> <laughs> knew. The other day I had the audacity and I, I used a brush. <laughs> <laughs> Man said he had the audacity to use a brush. No. Progress. Straight up. Yeah, you know I mean. So yeah, so I need to prepare that video. But all in all, the most important thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be spending time with my daughter, man. Like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I, don't, I don't know where we're going to go. I don't know if it's going to, it might even be just indoors or whatever, you know. But <clears throat> whatever it is, I realized I'm just going to put my phone on airplane mode or whatever it is and just, you know, like really, yeah, spend the time with my child, man. That's, that's the thing I'm looking forward to. That's yeah. And is that the only thing? So from that, have you really taken away like family time? So is there anything, um, not just seeing her once, but then from this moment, have you like carved out times to connect with people more? Has that been a consequence of this? Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Reconnected with good people, man. Like sometimes just checking in on them, and it gives you the opportunity as content creators. We're all available now, and no one can give you the excuse of being mad busy because mm. a lot of people are at home. So some of the people I just find that I'm more in contact with the ex-pros or, and they're not necessarily all big names, but you can just see that people are usually busy or they can usually curve you because everyone gets curved on every level. They don't get twisted. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's curving a rapper right as we speak. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, who it could be future, Jay-Z's curving him. Do you know what I mean? Like regularly. But when you... When you regularly. Yeah, but it's that real. But when you when you um you're in this period, bro, if I just ring some of these men on the house party and I just look at their face, <laughs> get me? Like, just, like, yeah, yeah, and they pick up. Like you know what I mean, so yeah, you just connect with people, innit? I love that, bro. That's it, man. I know you got to run run in a set job, but um, just like I guess as a closing thing, it's more like what would you what would you what would be sort of your words of wisdom to 
the people that are listening, um, like in terms of staying positive during this time. And if you have anything for us as well, like any advice you'd have for us as a collective. Yeah, like um, for the people at home, please don't leave quarantine the same or lockdown, whatever you want to call it, the same way you came in. Like pick things and make changes, improve every day bit by bit. You know, if you woke up at 12 today by accident, wake up at 9 or 10 tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, make small changes during the time because you've got a lot of time to make the changes in it. Like, even if it's bit by bit. Like, there's loads of things that have gone left for me, lads. Like, don't get twisted. I'm not a machine, innit? But instead of beating myself up, I say, you know what? I'm going to do this little bit better tomorrow. I'm going to do this little bit better tomorrow. And then... I found that now I'm at a really good place. Do you know what I'm saying? I was even taking walks during the course of the day because my, my stuff is much more organised for me. So things like that just improve. Change doesn't come from a consequence consequence of a lot of big moves. It comes from small, consistent decisions. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I'll say. And for you lot, what I love is um, I love you see where you lot usually record yeah it's like in the house and stuff like that I love the way the equipment's just the, sh- the, the wires are just everywhere like, <laughs> it's, it's bad isn't it it's bad authentic like I just think like this is this is real this is actually someone's apartment you know like that like it's, it's, it's proper so I think with you lot um, with the skills that you guys have professionally um, I would say for you to guys to get on your Twitter game, to get on your LinkedIn game and talk to anyone who's anyone worth talking to at Spotify and all these people. Because I listen to, when I do tune in, I'll listen to it on Spotify, right? So talk to anyone who can who can give you a jump because one of the things that I notice is, you know, we're in an industry where there's a lot of good content. There's a lot of good content, but there's a lot of people doing it. So what you want is you want to make sure that um, you stand out and you guys all have the ability to to do things the authentic way and also the commercial way. Mm. So, so um, yeah, man, just just keep talking to the people who will give you that that jump because you lot deserve it. You know what I mean? Love that, man. Appreciate that. Good one. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time, Joel, man. We really That's appreciate amazing. you coming on there, man. It's amazing to have you here. Thank you very much. Big thanks. Big thanks. To, um, to seeing your content and I know you lot will be coming up with the man brand deals soon as well, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've already got the merch ready, son. <laughs> <laughs> Giving away free Nike trainers and that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, no. uh, Joel, even, even though like you know, we've 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 had a lot of guests on. I think this one's been like quite close to home, no pun intended, because obviously we're you know on a similar journey, like where we just haven't saw an opportunity. We're going for it. We don't really know what's going to come of it, but we're trying to remain as consistent as possible. Lots of long nights for us. Lots of like learning as we go. Um, so I think that for me, this was super inspiring for yeah, for all of us. For sure. so, thanks so much, man. Last thing I was gonna say, when you lot are screaming at each other as mates, and you know how people are like this person, yes, ain't putting in the work the way a man's putting in, yeah. Like you know when you start feeling like that, yeah. You you got I know it happens. We all you know it happens in every in every circle. And every time you think I'm putting in this work and we're putting in, my word is so 
what? Mm. Because everybody's mm. putting in work. Shut out your mouth and let's keep on moving. It's part of the job. And on Good. that, fam, and on that, you're listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Kieran, Yaf, Stephen, Kwame, and the one and only Joel Cheeky Sport. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> that was delayed, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings. You London boys are crazy. All right, come on. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.